Help TVO create a better world through the power of learning. Visit TVO.org and make a tax-deductible donation today. The notion that there wasn't a catastrophe of mental health uh, out there among all members of the population, I presume is some good news. Are we more resilient than perhaps we gave ourselves credit for? That's the question. Well, I needed to start off by uh, thanking Brett and Danielle for the study. Fabulous study. Loads of people on the study. Loads of data. Very, very difficult to do. But also very difficult to interpret because, as they say, it's complex and it's very messy. And we don't want to be in a position of being a meteorologist saying it's not raining when people are coming in wet. Mm. <laughs> it puts us into disrepute. So it's raining on some people. And yeah, and so when you're in a situation in Ontario where we've got 50% more people uh, wanting psychotherapy, when we're in Canada where we've got a 300% increase in the number of people going to the kids' help phone, when we've had the substance use crisis uh, with the overdose deaths, uh, and when we're seeing in emergency departments uh, huge uh, increases in the number of people coming with mental health problems, uh, we have to be very careful mm. not to give the impression that we are saying, actually, no, there's nothing wrong because the, the well, statistics, not I know yeah. they're yeah. not. They're not saying that. I know, I know yeah. they're not. I was really glad to, to, to hear that. Um, that the statistics say that you're not suffering. So have we got a mental health crisis at the moment? Sure. Um, you know, it, worldwide, are there people who've done well and people who've done badly? Most definitely. Well, let's break that down then. Brett, can you tell us uh, good news that perhaps many of us have been more resilient than we anticipated, but can you break it down demographically? Who tended to have a harder time during the pandemic? Who tended to be more resilient during the pandemic? You know, I think for the most part, we didn't have, a, we had glimpses here and there that show that, you know, again, I think, again, like I said, if we're, if we're going to draw a strong conclusion with lots of confidence, there wasn't a tsunami, there was not a massive hit to the population, and um, no group found that. I think, given the messiness of the data, if we wanted to say in any particular group, you know, was there a minimum change to little change, small, that being by that precise becomes very difficult. I don't think we anybody should trust the data that are out there uh, to do that. That said, you know, there, we, you know, we went out, it's, it's interesting because when people talk about studies, they say things like, well, they didn't examine. Well, we, we went through 95,000 uh, articles. Our team did a wonderful job and we examined every single study that published data in any group. And we specifically looked for data in a lot of groups, you know, um, people in poverty, racialized groups, uh, women by sex and gender, gender minorities. And we didn't find, there were, there were no data that could be uh, um, put together on particular people in poverty, racialized groups. The group that we did find that did um, consistently across our outcomes, we looked at anxiety symptoms, depression symptoms, and uh, general mental health, which uh, is a combination of the two, is that women and females uh, did worse um, across the board. Um, by you know, overall, it's a small amount uh, on any given person. If so, if given person changes by a small amount, some people are more sensitive would notice it, others might not. But when you find that on the group of people like that, that tells you that there are definitely more people in that group who are getting worse than that aren't getting worse, and we need to pay pay attention to it. Um, we did not study why uh, people may have or not, may not have gotten worse, but I think it's pretty well documented in that group that you know women were facing a lot of challenges uh, more on average than others. They were 
uh, more likely to be uh, sing- heads of single family homes, living with uh, less income, um, more likely to working in sectors that were uh, had tremendous challenges in elder care and health care. And it is well documented that intimate partner domestic violence uh, went up, and that's not entirely directed at women, but largely so. So there's a number of reasons why that's that's consistent and uh, a reason for concern. Okay, let me jump in here then, if I can. I want to get Danielle then. The gender issue, sex and gender issue is interesting. Let's talk about income levels as well. Uh, I mean, the assumption is that if you were better off financially, you rode through the pandemic more easily than those who were worse off financially. Did your data confirm that? Uh, that wasn't a population that we had enough data to be able to get that subgroup level uh, in terms of the income. But, but so, as you say, it's a reasonable thing to consider. There are more resources among those who have a higher income. It's also uh, more common that they're able to work from home in many of these instances. Whereas, as Brett said, uh, with many of the females and women, for example, they're going to work every day trying to f- uh, figure out their N95 mask fitting while also trying to do childcare at the same time. So we we more have the data to to be able to speak to the women and females. The Agenda with Steve Pakin is made possible through generous philanthropic contributions from viewers like you. Thank you for supporting TVO's journalism.